So, Arisha, I feel like everyone knows how devastating it can be to lose a member of your family. And Mm -hmm. that's without billions of people from around the world watching your every move. Yeah, that's what I just keep thinking about is like you're mourning, but then with cameras everywhere, it's got to be an absolute nightmare. Yeah, 100%. And literally all eyes have been on England for the last 10 days. And after much pomp and circumstance and a period of national mourning, Queen Elizabeth II has been laid to rest at St. George's Chapel. But her road to her final resting spot was, of course, not without some family drama. Yeah, I mean, this just reminds us that royals really are just like us. Mm -hmm. Just like us. Indistinguishable between us and royals. Can't tell the difference. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. It's Monday, September 19th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like you're just failing? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life feeling like I'm failing. It's appropriate, though, because failure in all its forms is the whole point of my new podcast, Fail Better. I'm joining forces with Lemonada Media to explore the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. As someone who has experienced my own set of personal and professional defeats, I've always been intrigued by how those failures influenced my journey, sometimes for the better. And I know I'm not alone in those wonderings. So each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, thinkers, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalyst for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Give me that, give me that hot sauce. Okay, Richies, stay tuned for the most British paragraph I've ever said in my entire life. What you just heard was the sound of the Queen's Piper, Pipe Major James M. Banks playing a salute to the Royal Fender Smith mm. earlier today as the United Kingdom 
bid farewell to their queen, Elizabeth II. Her funeral service was conducted at Westminster Abbey, where the Archbishop of Canterbury delivered the sermon and commendation. Her late majesty famously declared on a 21st birthday broadcast that her whole life would be dedicated to serving the nation and commonwealth. Rarely has such a promise been so well kept. Few leaders receive the outpouring of love that we have seen. I got to say, I feel like, and maybe it's just because we haven't lost a head of state in a very long time, but it does feel like this is kind of bringing a bunch of people together. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it definitely brought that country together. I mean, it's just, it's everywhere. When we were in Cancun, I saw a bunch of newspapers talking about the queen. Like, it just kind of seems to be a weird uniting factor. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so this service ended up being England's largest ever security operation, which doesn't really surprise me. No. I mean, like, every head of state was there, it seemed. Yeah. And the service included Bible readings and traditional hymns, you know, your run-of-the-mill funeral stuff. Yeah. It also had a specially commissioned choral piece called... Like as the heart. Okay, first of all, flashbacks to when I was in the church choir. And yes, we sounded just that good, of course, obviously. (laughs) Well, of course, with you in it, how could you not? (laughs) I was actually in, so my aunt and uncle's church had a praise band. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love praise bands. It was actually really good. But like I joined the choir for like one day and I don't remember how I left. (laughs) But um, in a blaze of glory, I hope. Yeah, of course. As I'm sure you can imagine, everyone was like, well, what do we do now? Yeah, I assume the band just ceased to exist once you left. Yeah, so definitely didn't sound like that. But that does sound really pretty, I will say. Yeah, yeah, they sound good. So I don't know how many of you Richies had a chance to watch the eight-hour broadcast. Was it eight (laughs) hours? It was so long. Um, But King Charles left a handwritten note on top of the coffin that read, In loving and devoted memory, Charles R., now, the R stands for Rex, which is Latin for king. Hmm. Is anyone else going to Tyrannosaurus King now? Oh. Or is that just me? It was just you, but I'm on board now. Yeah, yeah. King of tiny arms. <laughs> but during the ceremony, most of the royal family sat in the first row, except for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, who were seated in the second row behind the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, And after the funeral, the Queen's coffin was transported to St. George's Chapel in Windsor for the committal service. So she was initially lowered into the royal vault at Windsor Castle, which is the resting place of a dozen former kings. (laughs) And then she was moved to the King George VI Memorial Chapel, where she will spend eternity alongside her sister, Princess Margaret, and her father, King George VI, and her mother, Queen Elizabeth. The Queen Mom. The Queen Mother. Although she's not the Queen Mother anymore, is she? I don't know. We never can figure this out. <laughs> I know. I just love to say Queen Mom, and everyone's like, that's that's not the Queen Mom. I was like, well, okay. Someone has to be the Queen Mom. Someone so, has to be. Yeah, we'll just keep saying it till we get it right. <laughs> uh, it's rumored that Queen Elizabeth II's late husband, Prince Philip, will be relocated there eventually. 
Huh, interesting. Yeah. So, you know, like we said before, this past weekend was chock full of ceremonies, like so many ceremonies. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. man, it also brought opportunities for hundreds of thousands of people to pay their respects to the queen. And in a statement given by King Charles, he said how touched he was by the many messages of condolence and support that he has received from his country and across the world as he and his family prepare to say their last farewell. Yeah. So at its longest, the line to see the queen's coffin in Westminster Hall was over 10 miles (sighs) long. That is crazy. Yeah, with a wait time of up to 24 hours. Now, having just gotten back from Disneyland with (laughs) 120-minute wait times, I can't even fathom this. I know. Like, ah, power to you for standing in line for this. Yeah. Uh, And there were celebrity sightings, including David Beckham, the former soccer star with that Mm -hmm. left foot. Um, (laughs) He lined up for 13 hours to pay his respects to the Queen. I think it's emotional for... um... For everybody involved, we've been lucky as a nation to have someone that has led us the way Her Majesty has led us um, for for the amount of time with kindness, with caring and um, and always reassurance. This just goes to show that they don't care who you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, no, you're going to wait in line like everyone else. Not that he would have tried to not, but. Well, there was some kind of scandal I saw of two news reporters, I think they're famous, I'm assuming they're famous in England, who, like, didn't wait in line as long as they should have. But I appreciate, you know, celebrities having to stand in line just like the rest of us. Yeah, I mean, if you're truly there to pay your respect, then be respectful. Yeah, exactly. And David Beckham told reporters that the Queen's death was difficult for the nation and difficult for everyone around the world, and that his thoughts are with the family. He was visibly very emotional once he was inside and saw the Queen's coffin. Yeah. He turned to face it and slowly bowed his head before exiting Westminster Hall. So, you know, while most of the country did mourn along with the royal family, not everybody was feeling the love. Uh, when it came to all the just extravagant ceremonies. Yeah. King Charles actually got an earful from someone in Wales. Yeah, so King Charles and his wife, Queen Consort Camilla, they met with thousands of mourners on the streets of Cardiff. I feel like I saw so many videos yeah. of basically all of the royal family, you know, talking to people in the crowds. But when he was in Cardiff, one Welsh citizen managed to get his attention and raised questions over the use of taxpayers' money. The citizen said, Charles, as we're struggling to heat our homes, we have to pay for your parade. The taxpayers pay $100 a year for you. What for? And Charles, (laughs) in one of his first public responses as king, (laughs) mutters, oh, and then moves on to the rest of the crowd. Just a man of so many words, (laughs) you know? His, I don't know if any Richies have seen the video of him with the pen, but that's <laughs> my forever mood. Just losing it because the pen's not working. Yeah, he's something else, that guy. Yeah. But I mean, I don't blame the Welsh citizen. I no. don't blame anybody who's paying taxes and has to see their money go to all of this. Like that's, it's very extravagant. And that's yeah. got to be very frustrating. Yeah, I 100% agree. And... 
Of course, we cannot talk about this without talking about Harry and Meghan because (sighs) so many headlines have been just about these two um, since the Queen passed. First, Harry was told he was not allowed to wear his military uniform, and then he wasn't allowed to give his grandmother a military salute, which the British press called humiliating. Mm -hmm. Then their invitation to a pre-funeral reception yesterday was rescinded, so they were basically uninvited. Yeah, this is... I can't. I don't know what's going on, but this is just ridiculous to me. (laughs) Like, his grandmother died. And I know. Literally every time I log on to social media, there's a different story about Mm -hmm. Harry being snubbed, Meghan being snubbed. And it's just, you guys, leave them alone. (laughs) But apparently there was a mix-up when invitations were sent out because the pre-funeral service was only meant for working royals. Mm -hmm. And Page Six said, it remained unclear why they were ever invited. And apparently Harry and Meghan appeared baffled by the mix-up. Page Six also reported that Harry and Meghan found out about their rescinded invitation in the press, with a source saying Harry and Meghan actually got the invitation, and no one has actually told them they are uninvited. I'm told they only found out they were uninvited by reading press reports. So were they actually uninvited then? Like, were they going to say anything? Was anyone going to say anything? My thing is, are you telling me that if Harry, Prince Harry, shows up, to a ceremony for his dead grandmother. Right. There's going to be a security guard that says, "Uh uh-uh, you can't come in? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how British security is, but I find that a little sus. It's just like, how did this even happen in the first place? I mean, of course, we've all been there. Like, I obviously had a sleepover in, like, third grade, and the wrong Jennifer got invited. But I rolled with it, you know? Stuff like that happens. And the wrong Jennifer is still pissed to this day. (laughs) I actually became really good friends with the wrong Jennifer that did come to that party. So, you know, it all worked out. Maybe Harry and Meghan can take a leaf out of your book. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Um, Okay, so, you know, whether you're a royal or you're just one of us non-crown-wearing normies, uh, Hmm. when the matriarch of a large family dies— The dynamic changes Mm. we've seen in the past 10 days, like Harry's place in the family is obviously very different now. I don't think King Charles really cut him a lot of slack. He doesn't seem to care. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I do feel like he was kind of King Charles is very confusing to me because like sometimes I'm like, oh, he's on Harry's side. And then other times I'm like, eh, he doesn't care. So I don't know. I mean, I expect Harry and Meghan to come back to L.A. Like it's not like, yeah. Anything is supposed to change. This is just a ceremony. You go home for right. a funeral. You catch up with family, the family that doesn't bother you, and then you go back <laughs> to your lives. Like, I don't know what is supposed to change here. I know. I agree. I do think the queen really was kind of holding everyone together. I don't. Yeah. She. I feel like the queen really loved Harry. Yeah. Dare I say he was her favorite? That's say just speculation, it. but... Say it loud. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just feel like maybe without her there, yeah, they're more likely to kind of disband. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like Charles is going to go out of his way to, like, keep the whole family together, you know? Yeah. Well, it's weird because, I mean, when the queen was alive, they didn't all stay together. That's true. Harry left. Because I've seen a lot of people talking about you know, what this means for how the family is going to fare. And it's just like, yeah, why would anything change? I don't see it changing with her dying. I think Christmas is going to change. Well, because they didn't go home for Christmas. They haven't been home for Christmas in a couple of years. Oh, I just mean in general. (laughs) (laughs) Like the queen was like, Christmas was crazy with her. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just mean in general. King Charles is going to be like, no matching pajamas this year. I'm done. Yeah, and everyone's getting pens in their stockings. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, 
Oh man, he's really laying the hammer down. Happy Christmas. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss. If you like Rich and Daily, you can listen to every episode ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com slash survey.